everybody. Welcome to the Minnesota Bound podcast, the stories behind the stories. I'm Laura Sherry, your host for today. And as many of you know, um, the Minnesota Bound family are big advocates of getting kids into the outdoors. Introducing kids to the outdoors is very important. And so my next guest, uh, Claire Wilson, who is the executive director of the Lopit Foundation, um, their mission is a shared passion for year-round outdoor adventure in the Minneapolis area, focusing on underserved youth and families. And um, so I'm excited to chat with you, Claire, today about the Lopit Foundation and some events that you have coming up um, today all around getting kids in the outdoors. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Um, Can you fill us in a little bit about um, what is the Lopit Foundation and how it started and what is your mission behind it? So you stated our mission just perfectly. We are a nonprofit located right in Theodore Worth Park, so in the heart of Minneapolis, where we hug the north side of Minneapolis as well as many neighborhoods to the south. And we are uniquely situated to provide outdoor adventure and learning to youth and their families. So, and that is our mission and that is what we do. So we um, are in a very unique public-private partnership with the Minneapolis Park Board, such that we operate the adventure areas of Theater Worth Park. So the mountain bike trails and the cross-country ski trails, the hiking, the snowshoeing, the snowboarding, all out of the trailhead in Theater Worth Park. And really, We are just devoted to getting kids, particularly our north side neighbors, over to the park, active and involved in outdoor activity and, you know, hopefully partnering with them to lead to a life of excitement and adventure in the outdoors. That's so awesome. And when was the foundation founded? So the foundation started as just a group of very dedicated volunteers who actually wanted to bring attention to Theodore Worth Park and the beautiful ski trails here and the fact that they are urban trails and that they connect to uptown uh, Minneapolis. So 20 years ago, that group of volunteers started the first race, the first Nordic ski race which was a point-to-point from Theodore Worth to Uptown, finishing on Lake and Hennepin in the heart of Uptown. And pretty much immediately following those races, there was a group of us who were very determined to also offer youth programming. And so we started a really small summer camp uh, right here in Theodore Worth Park. And then we started to partner with some of the schools to be school-based. And so All of that started 20 years ago, and we are very excited to be celebrating 20 years of the festival this winter. That is incredible. And what are um, some of the adventures that you do set up for youth and families? So we are in most of the Northside schools where we do with elementary schools, we offer um, cross-country ski programming and some mountain biking programming. And then in the middle schools, we offer a very unique program called the Junior Lopit, which is a year-round free program for middle schoolers. And they essentially are a team um, that come together twice a week, year-round, to either ski or mountain bike or camp or hike or just do some type of outdoor activity. But really what they're doing right is building community with one another and a connection to nature. Then we have high school programming, which also provides people with leadership skill opportunities and sort of learning 
what it's like to pursue employment in the outdoor adventure space. We employ many kids during the winter, especially to help facilitate the tubing and the snowboarding and to teach cross-country skiing and to be customer service representatives in the trailhead. I love and that. then, of course, we just have adventure camps and year-round opportunities for kids to either be here in Theodore Worth or we've also expanded to some parks outside of Theodore Worth to meet kids where they are. And all of these are fantastic. Do you find um, or do you have students that have participated in some of your programs that have gone on to have careers in the outdoor space, either by, you know, guiding or becoming um, oh, just absolutely. We have past program participants who work for other agencies, you know, like Wilderness Inquiry and other, you know, or REI or Midwest Mountaineering. But then what we love is that we employ a lot of our kids. So, you know, Manny and Holden have gone up through our programs and they they basically run the trailhead in the winter, right, for our customer service folks. And Rayquan Wilson, who was a program participant, actually is now the manager of our adventure program. So, we both like to launch kids off into the world, but we also love building community right here. That is so incredible. I um, I think we need to chat a little bit about how special, you know, Theodore Worth Park is and what a gem of a space that we have that is so close to downtown Minneapolis. I was a downtown dweller um, for over 15 years. I lived in the North Loop for a long time and I loved it. And one of my favorite places to go was Theodore Worth Park. And um, there's so much to offer there, not only from, um, you know, biking to the cross-country skiing and skate skiing um, trails that you have, but also the Eloise Butler Garden, which um, I believe is one of the oldest wildflower gardens in the country. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, this park, you know, Worth Park is roughly the size of Central Park in New York. I know. And yeah. I heard that stat. And I tell, I keep sharing that with, you know, friends of mine about Theodore Worth Park and no one, everybody's so shocked to hear how large it is that it is it, the size, basically size of Central Park. It's truly a little bit mind blowing. And yes, that's right. I'm sitting in my office right now looking out over just pristinely groomed ski trails. And I literally am staring at the skyline. It's, it's, it's breathtaking. And Every time I'm out on the trails, I just, you know, you round a corner and you feel like you are in the middle of nowhere. And yet you are, you know, the next turn, you're staring at the IDS tower. It's it's just phenomenal. But yes, Eloise Butler. So we operate all of the adventure activities and then the park board still operates the Eloise Butler Wildflower Garden, which is a gem. It is a sacred space in the cities. Everyone should, should take an opportunity to go visit there. There's also... Hiking bog, which is beautiful, and you get a, like a true bog boardwalk experience, like right here. There's Worth Beach, which has beautiful swimming and opportunities for boating, and then, of course, there's the mountain bike trails and the ski trails and the hiking trails. We have snowboarding. We have birders who come out snowshoeing. It really any nature activity that you can think of, you can pretty much actively do. And no matter where you are in the metro, you are not far from us. No. And you're right about the bird watching. I um, did a Minnesota Bound episode on getting started bird watching, and we were at Eloise, um, the wildflower garden. And what's so spectacular about that space is when you enter it, considering how close you are to the city, you will shock you on how quiet it is out there. 
It, it's, it is truly, I, the only way I can ever describe it is that it's sacred. You just descend down into this garden and yeah, you, you would never know you were five minutes from downtown. No. And the amount of, you know, plant species that you can see within and flower species that you can see within the garden itself from um, the Minnesota lady slipper in the bog area to, um, of course, all the wildflowers that pop up, you know, in the springtime and throughout the whole summer season is so spectacular. And just the bird population that exists within um, that park alone is, you know, you can see so many different species of birds just by grabbing a pair of binoculars and taking a little hike through there. So um, it is, I think it's so underrated. If you live close to either downtown or Golden Valley, you're, you're very familiar with Theodore Worth Park, but um, many people aren't really familiar in how much it really has to offer. So I love bragging about it. <laughs> I'll keep bragging. And, you know, we have we have a restaurant now at the Trailhead. Mill Valley Market is operating out of there. And you can sit on the patio and have dinner and just watch red tail hawks circling you or deer like running by you or the owls. I, they literally any any morning or afternoon out there you will see something will catch your eye the word from our new sponsor hewitt docks hewitt docks lifts and pontoon legs began in a small south central minnesota town with a mission to make dock install and removal easier by inventing the roller dock well now the company has evolved to provide everything you might need to improve your lake time in addition to the classic roller dock or the new ultra dock system, Hewitt offers all-terrain staircases, gangways, canopies, and lifts, along with any accessory you might need. Celebrate 50 years of business with us. Go to HewittRad.com to enter for a chance to win a free dock and monthly prizes. Hewitt docks, lifts, and pontoon legs. Work hard, play harder. You deserve a Hewitt. Also, Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed. Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Beef. Grass-fed beef right here in Minnesota, you know. We make a career talking about clean water, native habitat, and some of the best environmental practices. That's exactly why I'm so excited about Thousand Hills. You know, it is locally raised beef done differently. You see, Thousand Hills uses what is called regenerative agriculture to raise their cattle. Those beef cows, they graze in fields of wild grasses, and they move between a lot of different fields of grass. It is a sustainable ecosystem free of synthetic fertilizers and chemical herbicides. It's a system of agriculture that promotes clean water, natural grasses, and the best beef you've tasted. It's beef raised the right way. You can check out Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed grass-fed beef to understand their regenerative agricultural practices and fall in love with Thousand Hills beef. So you have a new restaurant there. I didn't know that. Is that uh, related to Mill Valley Kitchen? Yes. So Mill Valley Kitchen, which, you know, operates Mill Valley Market here at the Trailhead, and they offer an incredible menu, really great food. And then, of course, coffee, drinks, alcoholic beverages, etc. So, yeah, you can come out here, rent some skis, grab some dinner or lunch. You know, we also operate a tubing hill. Um, and like I said, a snowboarding hill. So really, during the winter, especially, there is any activity you could imagine for your family here. And then, yeah, really awesome restaurant. I love Mill Valley Kitchen. It's one of my favorite restaurants. I did not know they opened a little market there. I will have to check that out for sure. Absolutely. And 
and you guys have, um, do you have cross country ski rentals and skate ski rentals? And you also said tubing. Do you have snowshoe rentals? Are those all available to the public? You can, from our, yes, from the Trailhead facility in Theodore Worth Park, you can rent skate skis or classic skis, what people might refer to as traditional cross country skis. You can rent snowshoes, you can rent a snowboard. We have a very fun and fast tubing hill with the tow rope. So you can also rent tubes and spend a couple of hours tubing. Um, but yeah, so we offer all of those activities and they we have rental opportunities every day of the week. Fabulous. Well, as soon as the temperature gets above, what is it, one degree <laughs> right now? I'm more of a, like if it gets in the 20s, I'm all in. But when we're hitting around zero... Um, it's kind of brutal right now. Um, but we, we also, I should say, just for the families listening or those who maybe aren't familiar with cross-country skiing and want to become familiar with it, because why not if you live in Minnesota? Yes. Uh, we also offer group and private lessons, which are affordable and accessible. And they're just a really great you know, opportunity to start to get a feel for the sport. And cross-country skiing is a fairly easy thing to pick up. Um, you know, in a short amount of time, I compared to skate skiing for my personal experience, I thought cross country skiing is, um, is it's not necessarily like easy, easy, but it's easy to pick up. And once you get into the tracks within the, the, um, you know, groomed area, it kind of keeps your skis straight. So that's a really fun, um, activity to do for great exercise. I think it's an awesome um, way to get additional steps and movement in throughout your day and you don't even really feel like you're doing a workout. So that's one of my favorite things to do is cross-country skiing. Um, and I, you know, see all these skate skiers whizzing by when I'm cross-country skiing and I, I do want to get back out there and try um, to get improve my skills on skate skiing because they not as good as the cross-country skiing, but that also looks like a lot of fun. I would really encourage you to do that or take a lesson because the skate skiing is, it's incredibly fun and you can cover just a little bit more territory, but absolutely traditional cross country skiing or classic skiing. I tell people all the time, if you can walk, you can do it and you will, it will open up your world in the winter. It absolutely agree with you a hundred percent on that. And the Lopet Foundation has their big winter festival coming up. Um, I believe it's February 4th through the 6th. And you're celebrating 20 years of doing this incredible festival. And after I looked at the list of events you have going on over the weekend, I was flabbergasted on how you can coordinate all of those. It looks amazing. It's a lot to coordinate, but it's a lot of fun. And it's really honoring all of our winter traditions from snowshoeing to skijoring, which is where you ski with your dog. So if folks are listening and they've never come out to see any of the events, I highly encourage you to come watch the skijoring races because they are hilarious and very entertaining. So that's where folks uh, skate ski with their dogs. But then we also have a coop tournament. There's, um, and then of course, the most magical night of the year, in my humble opinion, which is the Luminary Lopet, which happens on the evening of February 5th on Lake of the Isles. And describe what that is for our listeners. So for folks who haven't experienced the luminary, there are thousands of luminaries. So just what you're thinking, like candles encased in ice and all kinds of sculptures and formations all over Lake of the Isles. And it's 
It's almost indescribable because the features are so prominent and so beautiful, but it is a uh, candlelight. It's entirely candlelit. There's no electrical lighting and it is, it's, it's gotten coverage from everything from the New York times to time magazine. It is really, it's indescribably beautiful. And is that um, a free part of the event, the luminary? So the luminary is not free, actually. The luminary is ticketed. And the reason okay. why is because it is our largest fundraiser of the year. So sure. other nonprofits put on galas or silent auctions. We put on the luminary <laughs> and we do charge for it. But, you know, when you buy a ticket to the luminary, you are supporting our year round um, offerings for kids to engage with the outdoors. So people always ask why they have to buy a ticket. And that's why it, it takes a lot of effort to put it on. And it really is a fundraiser for the foundation. Yes. And not only are you putting a smile on your own face by attending the luminary lopet, you're also, you know, able to brighten someone else's day by introducing them to the great, you know, outdoors. So exactly. all for a good cause, of course. Now a word from Minnesota Propane Association. The Sheriff family enjoys spending a lot of time outside. Hence, we care what goes into our environment. That's why we support propane, the energy for everyone. Did you know that propane produces fewer greenhouse gas emissions than electricity generated on the U.S. grid? Propane's emissions are 43% fewer. That's a lot. Propane is clean, dependable, and affordable. Plus, it's produced right here in the USA. Let's all do our part to reduce emissions from our homes, cabins, and businesses by choosing propane, the right energy right now. To learn more about propane, the energy for everyone, go to propane.com. And Kinetico. Hey, I'm really picky when it comes to my drinking water, and I have the reverse osmosis drinking water system from Kinetico, and I love it. It takes out contaminants in the water, it removes chlorine, and most important, it tastes great, which is the one thing I'm probably most picky on is how does my water taste. So having Kinetico also means that I use less plastic water bottles, which we all know is a definite bonus for our environment. For more information, visit Kinetico.com to find a dealer near you. Also, Star Bank. Hi there, Ron Shera here for Star Bank. If you're putting your money into mega banks down the street, who knows where that money's being used? Bank locally. Keep your money local with a community bank that actually cares about you, your family, your business business, and your goals. Check out the bank we use at Minnesota Bound. Try Minnesota's own Star Bank. You can find them online at starbank.net. When you call Star Bank, you actually hear a real living person answering the phone. Star Bank has 10 convenient locations around Minnesota to serve you and all the mobile banking products that you need to manage your money. Check out all that Star Bank has to offer at starbank.net. You know, you have cross-country ski races, fat tire bike races, you said ski joring, snowshoe events. Um, and you have many different categories within these races if people want to get involved. So there's, you know, there's races for kids as well as adults. That's right. We're, we work really hard to make sure that if you want to try your hand out at an event or at racing, that you have an easy entry into it. So we have a very fun day of kids races. This is the next generation Lopet. Um, and then we have a 5K race. So if you just want to get a little taste of it. And then, of course, we have our marathon races. So our 30K, 30 kilometer racers races, which are for, you know, folks who've who are more comfortable on their skis and want to give themselves a, a challenge. 
But we do encourage folks who are just beginning, you know, from beginner to intermediate to participate if they're interested. That 37K, what is the course on that? Is that a course that kind of loops around or is that a start to finish type course? That's a long, so, that's a long course. You know, Everybody keep your fingers crossed that it stays cold and we keep yes. the snow that we have now. So the race has always, the the ideal race for us has always been a point to point. So from uptown to Theodore Worth or from Theodore Worth to uptown. So typically the race at this, at this iteration of our lives, it starts down um, near Bede Madaska and we, the Lobet Foundation grooms all, all winter. We groom Theater Worth, and then we also groom the Chain of Lakes. So you can ski from where I am right now in Theater Worth all the way to Uptown right now, if you were so inclined, because we, we groom trails that link it all the way. So Incredible. yeah, that 37K is a link from Bede Madaska to Theater Worth. And the course is beautiful. You, you ski the Chain of Lakes, and then you ski through the bog, you ski through the woods just behind Eloise Butler Wildflower Garden and then across South and North Worth. So really it's a beautiful course. How spectacular is that, that we are able to have courses and um, races right through almost the heart of downtown Minneapolis, just on the edge of it um, in our state, just due to incredible, you know, park systems that we have. I think that's just the coolest well, I mean, I have to give a shout out to our groomers because we have both paid and volunteer groomers who are out every single night grooming those trails on the Chain of Lakes and at Theodore Worth. And we also groom Columbia Golf Course and Hiawatha. So, yes, because of the Lopit, you can ski multiple places in the city. And particularly folks who have access to the lakes really enjoy <laughs> being able to ski. And this year we've, we've created a separate lane. So now the groomers are going around a couple of times so that we can also provide an opportunity for folks to walk or bike around the lakes too. I love it. And speaking of volunteers, is there um, a way people want to get involved with the Lopet Foundation or help out in any way or donate? Where can they find more information Ooh, about Lopet.org. Just visit Lopet.org. We certainly need volunteers for the upcoming festival. If folks, if racing isn't your jam, there's all kinds of opportunities to volunteer and opportunities to volunteer with the Luminary Lopet, which, uh, some people may really find enjoyable. And then of course, if you're interested in working with youth, if you want to coach, we are always, always in need of coaches. Um, we have more demand for our youth programs than we can possibly meet with our current coaches. So uh, we encourage anyone listening, if you have any interest in mountain biking, skiing, even if you just have rudimentary skills in those areas, but you have a passion for working with kids, we would love to get you on board as a coach. Oh, I just love everything that you guys stand for and what you're doing for um, kids and youth to get them outdoors. And, um, you know, for I always say anytime we can just take a step away from all the technology and things we surround ourselves with every day and, and get into nature, it's so good for our mental health and wellness and um, you guys are doing great, great work. So uh, if you're listening and um, you are a skier, snowshore, fat tire biker, or a ski jor, um, I suggest taking and participating in the races if you want to enjoy the Luminary Lopet um, or just helping out the foundation in general, um, I highly recommend it. And Minnesota Bound, we will be filming 
the Loki Foundation and the Winter Festival uh, coming up uh, the first weekend in February. It's again, we'll give the dates for everybody. It's February. I want to make sure I'm going to pull up my calendar so I get this right the first time. Uh, February 4th, Friday, which I think is the day you pick up your packets and things, but all the events are taking place on Saturday and Sunday, the 5th and 6th of February. Is that right? That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Claire, for taking the time to chat with us today and um, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Get out and enjoy the winter, everybody. Yes, absolutely. We love our winters here in Minnesota. Also, big thanks to our sponsors, Minnesota Propane, Hewitt Docks, Connecticut, Thousand Hills, Lifetime Grazed, and Star Bank. And last but not least, don't forget to introduce a kid to the great outdoors. Mm-hmm.